Welcome to the show today, guys. I wanted to read a quick review from Wowen Miller. They say, I'm a new grad in the ICU training program. The learning curve is very steep. Happy to have found NRSNG.com and his podcast. Thank you. Rowan Miller, thank you so much for listening to the show. You guys, we're here to help you, and I'm so glad that, that we've been able to help nurses in every stage, right? From before even going to nursing school to graduated and working in the profession, we're here to help you guys. The best thing you can do to help us, to pay us back, you guys, is to head over to iTunes, leave a review, subscribe to the show, share it with a friend. All right? We're all in this together, and we want to help you succeed. Got a great show for you today, and we'll see you on the inside. And if you haven't yet, take a minute to head over to nrsngacademy.com. You can get started with our complete suite of NCLEX nursing education materials for just $1. That's nrsngacademy.com. What's up, guys? John Haas, RNC, here with nrsng.com. And today I'm, I'm excited about the podcast I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share with you what I did during my first year as a nurse to make significantly more than uh, the average nursing pay in, in where I live. And what I did to make almost double what I was making in my career before a nurse. So before going to nursing school, I, wa- I worked as a buyer for a large sporting goods retailer. This was a degree position. I had a degree in business and I took this job thinking, great, I'm going to work my way up, become CEO of the company in, in, in two years and you know I'll be doing great, being able to take care of my family, etc. So I go down there and the pay for this job turned out to be just about $18 an hour. It was a salary job, but it turned out to be really about $38,000 a year. Now, that was fine. My wife had a job too. She worked in a hospital and I worked as a buyer. And so together, you know, we were making about uh, $80,000 a year. That was great, you know, no kids. We were living in Houston, Texas, a very cheap, affordable city. Uh, But then we found out shortly after moving there that my wife was pregnant. And we had always envisioned and wanted for my wife to be able to be home with the kids uh, and take care of the kids at least for a little bit of time. And we quickly found that after buying a house, after moving and everything like that, the $38,000 a year I was making was going to make it very difficult for us to support the family. Um, So I decided to go to nursing school. Now, people say, you can't make money as a nurse. Nursing doesn't make any money, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you, nursing can make much more than other careers. Not only that, there's there's options within nursing to make far more than, than most people ever make. But just doing the regular three-day-a-week job, you can make much more than other people. So I went from making $38,000 a year, uh, went to nursing school, did an accelerated BSN program. Two years later, I was making $70,000 a year in my first job as a nurse. Okay, nothing special, no special certifications, or anything like that. That might not sound like a lot of money to a lot of people, but the cost of living in Dallas So if you look at the cost of living index, Dallas ranks about 67 out of 90 cities, where cities like uh, Anchorage, Alaska, San Francisco, uh, Connecticut, DC, Seattle, you know, they rank in the top 10. So the cost of living is about one third what it is in some of these other cities. So I went from, I doubled my salary after going to nursing school and I maintained living in a cheaper state, cheaper city, the ranks much less than, than a lot of these other cities. Um, and then I was able to make much more money. So let me tell you about how I did it. So once I finished nursing school, I applied for jobs in a lot of different places, but I, I, want, I really wanted to work ED, ICU, or OR. I was able to have uh, interviews in, in each of those areas, but 
I took a job in a level one trauma center in downtown Dallas. Now, they received, you know, four or 500 applications for this position. And so they really, and with no experience at all, you know, I walked in and was told what I was going to make. It was a very low starting pay uh, for nurses in general. It was $23 an hour. Okay, but that was still $5 more than I was making per hour, basically, uh, working as, as a buyer. So I got a raise. So I got the $23 an hour. There's really not much negotiation available. Now, like I said, they had 400 applicants. So there really wasn't a lot of room for me to say, well, you know, I think I deserve more or whatever. All those things come with what are called clinical ladders. So you can make more money with clinical ladders. So, so basically, not a ton of money, about uh, $41,000 base salary. So the $23 an hour is what I took, took the job, started working there. Now, there's ways to, to, to game the system a little bit here. Most hospitals pay a premium for working weekends or nights. And mine did, of course, so I took advantage of this. Here's how the differentials worked at my hospital. My base pay was $23 an hour as a brand new grad nurse, no experience, no certifications, etc. For working nights, I got an extra $4 an hour. So every shift I worked, you know, 12 hours, I could get an extra, you know, $50, $48. Then they paid an additional bonus for working weekends. So from Friday at, I don't remember what time it actually started, but Friday night until uh, Sunday night, you could get paid an extra $6 an hour. So even as a new grad, I was able to make up to $33 an hour when I worked nights and weekends. So that's what I did. So just like that, I made an extra $10 an hour, all right? So during my first year, I only worked nights. So that immediately grew my base pay from $23 to $27 an hour. And since I'm married and, and at the time, once I finished nursing school, we went from expecting our first to having two kids when I started working as a nurse. Um, I had two kids. Uh, we don't usually go out. We don't do a lot of crazy things on the weekend. I don't need my weekends to go to the bars. I don't need my weekends to party, to meet people, whatever. So it wasn't a huge sacrifice to me. So I definitely always jumped on those weekend and night shifts. So for the most part of that first year, I worked uh, two weekend nights a month. Um, doing this brought my pay for, for my three 12-hour shifts to about $31 an hour on average. So if you do the math now, I was working about $31 an hour, 36 hours a week, time 50 weeks a year, brought my pay to about $55,800. Okay, so that's not the $70,000 that I told you I made. So how did I make up that extra $15 an hour? Well, here's how it happens. Like most hospitals, they have retention programs. So they have these retention programs. They also have clinical ladders. You do X, Y, Z. You get this certification, this certification. You can make a little bit more money. So my hospital had this as well. And they had, you know, retention bonuses. So after my first six months, I got an additional one hour uh, $1 an hour raise. After one year, I was given another $1 an hour raise. So I worked hard to learn all that I could do to be a good nurse. And then by doing this, I, I, I quickly was able to become a preceptor. So whenever I was a preceptor, I made an additional $1 an hour. So you can see there's three extra dollars an hour after being there for just a year. So that really starts to go up. So three extra dollars an hour comes out to about 6,000 extra dollars. It's not uncommon for you to hear nurses complain about overtime in movies and TV shows. Like, it's this forced overtime and stuff like that, right? And then we hear, you know, pretty much every hospital is understaffed with nurses. They, they never hire enough, and so they're always needing more. And so because of this, they actually put themselves, the hospitals put themselves in a situation that they have to pay overtime pay. So it's very, very common in hospitals to, to have to pay overtime, okay? 
So during my first year, uh, you know, once I finished my preceptorship time when I was being precepted, uh, that was like 13 weeks, I got the opportunity to work uh, bonus shifts. So with bonus shifts at my hospital, there was very little time, there was a week where there wasn't bonus shifts offered. So what they do is they initially offer it. They say, we'll pay you an extra $7 an hour on top of all your other differentials. um, And all hours worked over 40, you get paid time and a half. Right. So I'd work four four shifts a week. So that would put me at 48 hours. So then I would get an extra eight hours over the 40 where I'm getting paid time and a half plus the seven dollars an hour extra uh, for the bonus shift plus the weekend differential plus the night differential. So I always tried to pick up, you know, my bonus shift on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday. So then then during those Friday, Saturdays and Sundays, I'm making 23, 23 base plus the night differential plus the weekend differential, plus the bonus shift, plus the time and a half. Okay, so I'm getting you know five differentials on top of my base of $23 an hour. So this means that during a bonus shift, I can make as much as about $700 over that shift, or about $50 an hour. So this is just starting out. Now you can't do that every shift, right? Because you have to work up to the time and a half, you have to be offered the bonus shift, uh, and you have to be working nights and weekends and stuff like this. but. I could be making as much as $50 an hour as a brand new grad nurse in Texas. Now, I know there's some people in California listening and thinking like, I got hired at 50 or $70 an hour, whatever. But in Texas, that's much more than what you start as, you know, again, because of cost of living. So what I found is that by clumping a few extra shifts together, I could pound out long weeks and then have a ton of time off. So this is what I did. So what I did is I... um, I did like two months of bonus shifts out of the 12 months in the year. So I didn't do it all the time. And then I would clump together a ton of time off. So a lot of people say, well, you must have been working all the time. You're doing bonus shifts, you're doing uh, extra time, you're doing nights, you're doing weekends, etc." Now here's the deal. I actually worked it out where I could have 18 days off in a row. And this doesn't, this isn't something that you can't do all the time. So you can actually work a ton, but have a ton of time off. So when you only have to work three days a week, you can manipulate your schedule to work out uh, your first three days of one week and the last three days of the next week, boom, you work six days off in a row. And if you do that, you then have eight days off between shifts. So you get over a week off between shifts. If you take these three uh, days off, then you get two weeks off. So if that makes sense. So I would, I would work my, you could work your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then take Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off of the next week. So that's just three days off and then work Thursday, Friday, Saturday of the next week, you can see how you can have 14 days off without having to take any extra PTO or anything like that, without using your PTO, without using extra time or anything like that. And so I started manipulating this a lot. I would sit down, I would actually think through my schedule, spend a lot of time looking through my schedule and trying to figure out what I could do to have as much time off as possible. Because I didn't wanna do like, I never liked working like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then trying to recover between that and then maybe taking Friday off. And then it feels like you're always at work. So I always work my schedule out so that I have extended amount of time off. I can go on a long vacation with my family and never get docked, you know, for my hours. Um, so this is what I did my first year. And by doing this, I was able to make $70,000. Now that's brand new grad, right? Right out of school. So if you're if you're 18, 19 year old just finishing school or 20 year old, and you make seventy thousand dollars. That's that's good pay. Now let me let's talk about a couple different things. The National Association of Colleges and Employers found 
in 2013 that the average starting pay for new college grads was $44,000. So as a nurse, if you do the system the way I did it, you could make $26,000 more than the average pay for a new grad. Any new grad, general new grad coming out of college. Um, that means that my pay as a brand new grad was 1.6 times higher than all the average pay of all college graduates. Now, the argument can be paid that there's not as much opportunity for advancement as a nurse, but if you go NP, you know, you're going you're gonna to make 90 to 120,000 a year or whatever. If you go CRNA, you're going to make up to $200,000 a year. If you go college professor, dean of college, et cetera, there's ways to make more money. So I'm guaranteed those first three raises during my first year, and that brings up the pay quite a bit. Then if you get a certification, if you move up in your position, if you improve your education, you can then make even more money, okay? Now, this uh, National Association of Colleges and Employers also found that engineers generally start out at about $62,000 a year. As a nurse, I was making more than that, okay? Now, according to Wikipedia, the average household income in 2014 was $52,000 a year. And with those people who hold advanced degrees, the average was $72,000 a year. And then a recent study by NPR found that 80% of all individuals in the U.S. make less than $70,000 a year. 80% of people make less than $70,000 a year. So as a nurse, you're automatically in the top 20% of earners in the U.S. if you do this system. Okay, if you make this $70,000 a year by by clumping together night shifts, clumping together weekends, clumping together holidays, clumping together, you know, all these opportunities you have to make more money. So yes, I don't think you should ever go into nursing for the money, but there is money to be made as a nurse, okay? And that's the argument I want to make here. Don't don't become a nurse just because you think you're going to make a ton of money because it's a hard job. It's a demanding job. It's an emotionally draining job, unlike any other job I've ever had or, or ever seen someone have. Um, I mean, you're confronted with death. You're confronted with the worst of, of, uh, of human emotions. There's just so much going on that I would never do it just for the money. But if you want to be a nurse, there's things you can do to make a tremendous amount of money. Okay, and then my second year as a nurse, I made even more than that. And then my third year as a nurse, I made more than that. And, and my, my salary as a nurse has continued to climb by simply doing things a little bit different than just showing up for work. Okay, and that's that's what I want you guys to take from this. That I don't want you to be down on the uh, on being a nurse and, and think that you don't have any opportunity to make money as a nurse. And don't think that, that you, you're stuck in this dead-end, low-paying job. Okay, there's definitely ways to make money in this career. And I want you to really look at all the opportunities available. As you're hiring, look at the differentials. Uh, request for those shifts and do those things because look, you have to do the same job anyway. Why not make more? And so there would be you know, new grads on my floor who'd work just days and never work weekends. Um, you know, and they're walking away making maybe 40,000, $45,000 a year. And I would show up, take the same patients, do the same job. Uh, you know, They would have the patient on Friday during the day make the $23 an hour, I would show up for Friday weekend and make $30 an hour. And it's like, that's a tremendous difference um, in your pay for doing the exact same job, okay? So never go into nursing, ever, 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 never, ever go into nursing for the money. But if you're going to be a nurse, if you're going to work in this field, 
take advantage of what's there for doing this job because you can make a good salary. Uh, you can make a good living and there's so many opportunities in, in nursing to education, law, correctional facilities, uh, education, uh, did I say that? I don't even know, CRNA, NP, um, so much, surgery, uh, first assist, so much that you can do. And it introduces you to a new life, uh, a new way of viewing life when you see people in these settings, that it's it's such a wonderful career, but I don't want you to be down on what you can make. I want you to, to, to do what you can do to make a good living in a career that's that's so amazing. All right, so that's just the, the quick podcast today, guys. I just wanted you guys to be aware of this. I want you guys to look at, at what opportunities are available. I know that's a lot of numbers, a lot of, <laughs> I know I was talking fast uh, through a lot of numbers, but uh, I want you guys to, to take this and I want you to, to look at what you can do uh, as a nurse, as a tech, as an LPN, as an RN, whatever, as an NP even, uh, as a CRNA even, arrange your schedule so that you can take advantage of this, of this career field. All right. Now, with all that said, guys, I want you to know how much we appreciate you, how much we love you, how much we want to help you achieve success in your career. All right. So thanks for taking time with me today. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And please follow us on social media. Follow us on this podcast. Get a hold of us over email. Uh, we're here to help you. All right. Please don't hesitate to reach out. All right. Now, with that said, go out and be your best self today. Happy nursing.